This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I want to talk about creating the new and challenging norms. And this is really important to visionaries. It's why one of the reasons that I love to work with visionaries is because they're always challenging norms. And it's kind of in their status quo. It's in their DNA to do that. And I love it because it means it moves the world forward. So when we challenge the status quo, when we come up with something new, when we have an idea about something, when we have a thought about something that we want to change in the world, we move humanity forward. And, you know, I think that's what we're here to do as human beings, right? We're here to move humanity forward. And so it's it's one of the reasons that I love to work with visionaries and I love to be in my own creative energy and bring new things to the world because in doing so, we create change, we create newness, we create um, a way of evolving humanity without it sounding too highfalutin and grand. So what's interesting when I talk to visionaries and I've worked with many through the years and I've interviewed people on this podcast and also thinking about my own life as a visionary and as a creator is that this desire for change comes from a very deep-seated place. It comes from a place of desire It comes from a place of wanting to create impact in the world, of wanting to move humanity forward. And so I think that was the first thing I wanted to say today on this episode was that, you know, when you think about creating new, creating different, moving the world forward in some ways, what you're actually saying is, you know, what do I have a desire to do? And Often people, when I first start coaching with them, are like, oh, I don't know what I want to do, or I don't know what I'm passionate about. Because, you know, certainly in my generation, we weren't brought up to think about that and to think about, you know, what do I want to change? What's the impact I want to have in the world? I can tell you that nobody asked me that question when I was at school or I was going through careers or whatever. It was kind of like, what's your, you know, what are you decent at? What can you get a job at? Oh, we'll go and do that. So, this is a relatively new thing, I think, probably, you know, in, in the last few generations of really thinking about who am I and what do I want to do and what's the impact that I want to have. And I, for one, really celebrate that. I'm like, wow, amazing. That's the way we're living life as humanity. This is great. So the first thing to think about when you're going to create change is what's the, what's the impact that you want to have? And as I say, when I talk to people or I think about my own journey, often those desires are in us from a very early age. So I've said before that for myself, I sort of looked around at normal life when I was a child and I just didn't understand it. I I kind of thought, I don't understand why we seem to be have to work hard. Why do we have to slog and then, you know, only have pleasure in our lives when we retire age 60 or something? You know, why wouldn't we make every day joyful? How come we make life hard? How come it's all about struggle and sacrifice? You know, and I was brought up in a Northern family, a kind of lower middle-class family, I guess. I was brought up as a Catholic. So there wasn't a heck of a lot of joy going on. 
So it was all about hard work, sacrifice, you know, knuckling down, doing what was expected of you, doing the sensible thing. And if you've been listening to this podcast or you follow anything about me on social media, you'll see that that is absolutely counter to my philosophy and the way I live my life. So even when I was a child, I was kind of like, do you know what? I don't understand. Why don't we like, why don't we have fun? Why don't we create our lives that way? Surely life is meant to be fun and, you know, every day is meant to be fun. Why wouldn't we live like that? And of course, we celebrate that in children, but we don't always celebrate it in teenagers and adults that this that's what we want to create. And so I kind of grew up with this and I talk a lot about extraordinary living. You know, why wouldn't we make every day extraordinary? Or sometimes I break it and call it extraordinary. You know, why wouldn't I live my life every day in a way that I think, gosh, I'm so lucky to live this life to do what I do? And why wouldn't we create work that is fulfilling, that we're passionate about, that we cannot wait to do every day? So this has been my mission for myself personally over the last, gosh, certainly the last 10 years is to say, actually, you know, what are the things I really want? What do I have on my vision board? How do I want to create my life? So not just doing work that I'm passionate about because I did that for a long time and I, and I actually I sacrificed and neglected a lot of other areas of my life. So now I'm really passionate about the fact that I live near the beach and that, you know, I get to go to the beach every day. I have animals that I adore. I have a child who's wonderful. I enter into relationships that expand me. I have amazing friends around me. My relationship with my family is better than it's ever been. It's really wonderful. I do exciting things every day. I'm always creating in my business. So I'm always thinking about my life holistically. I'm always thinking about, you know, how do I create this extraordinary life for myself? And I do that not just for myself, I do it to inspire others. So it's part of where I'm challenging the norms, you know, and challenging the way we live life. That's part of my bigger mission in the world. And, you know, that's very, um, say very intrinsic to me. That was true even when I was a child. So this isn't something that I've created from my head or has come about recently. It's something that's always been true that I've lived more or less since my 20s, I guess, and, and certainly had a desire for even when I was a child. You know, I've traveled a lot. I've given up jobs. I've done like lots of kind of impractical, illogical things. And, you know, I do that because I'm I'm creating and chasing this life of joy and fulfillment and passion. And, you know, that, you know, literally if I died tomorrow, I would have very few regrets. I think, you know, I've always said I want to, I want people at my funeral to say, blimey, she, you know, wrung every ounce of joy out of her life. You know, she truly lived her life. And if I know that, and if that's what I've shown to people, then I feel really proud of that. So that's one aspect of me challenging the norm. And, you know, I get challenged on this all the time. We're going to talk a little bit more about the the fact that people will challenge you on it because, you know, people will often comment on my social media and say, oh, but that's a bit unrealistic, isn't it? Or, you know, do we really create everything in our lives? Maybe some things just happen and they're rubbish, you know? And so I do get challenged on this and I, I have been described as annoyingly optimistic and overly positive and all of those things. But to me, that's not true. This is just how I live life. 
And so I know that particularly in my social media presence that I deliberately inspire. I show pictures of the beach. I talk about my relationship with my daughter. I talk about how much I love the work I do. And I'm doing that to challenge a norm, to shift something in the world. Because my intention and my aspiration is that this becomes the norm. So I want to live in a world where people are fulfilled and happy and passionate about their lives and about the work they do. I want to live in a world where people's work is an expression of who they are in the world. And, you know, that there's constantly ideas and flow and and inspiration around it. And I definitely feel that about my work. You know, I say to people, I've been doing my work in different guises for 20 years. And I am undoubtedly more positive and more excited about it now than I've ever been. Isn't that interesting? Because I've claimed it more and more and I've allowed myself to express myself more and more in that work. And in doing so, it it also increases the power and the potency of that work too. So that's one aspect of how I'm challenging norms. You know, I talk about extraordinary living. I talk about living life like you're on holiday and, you know, not waiting and enjoying every day, not just holidays or special occasions or whatever. And the other thing that I've been challenging a long time is the way that we do business. And the two things are very much linked. But the business side is, again, that sense of like, actually, why wouldn't we create businesses where they are places where we can be fully expressed. Why wouldn't we create businesses that create positive change in the world? You know, why wouldn't we create businesses where we can have these amazing relationships and brilliant communication and that everything flows so easily and effortlessly and that we're able to challenge each other from a place of, of, you know, growth and expansion. And we know how to challenge and we know how to work through conflict and we know how to communicate with each other in a way that releases everyone's potential. And so, you know, that again is not the way most businesses are even right now today, even though I know that businesses have shifted a lot. It's still often that I go into a business where I think, "Mm, you know, I don't think everybody gets the vision. How do we get this vision and how do we enable it to really flow through the organization? How do we make sure that everyone in here is passionate about that vision? You know, how do we make sure that everybody is really released in their potential and, you know, for the individuals, but also for the team and for the business as a whole so that you're maximizing the intelligence and potential in an organization. So again, my view of an organization and and the way it can be and the potential of it is quite different from maybe some other people's perspective about it. And there are still lots of organizations where people just show up and do their job and go home. And I am just not okay with that. <laughs> you know? I mean, I know it's everybody's personal choice and maybe it's true. I don't know. I, I, I always have this say to me, well, if you're packing boxes, then you're not going to care about the business. You're just going to pack boxes and go home. But I don't think that's true. I think whatever job you're doing, you can still feel a connection to the company. You can still feel passionate about it. You can still enjoy your work, you know? So yeah, I'm always going to hold that perspective. So this has been my pieces to challenge and I'm describing those so that you can get a sense of how I'm creating the new, how I'm challenging the norm. And so this whole piece around extraordinary living and also that organizations work, business, 
can and should be different in order that we can live our most extraordinary lives, in order that we can be fully expressed, in order that we can step into our potential. And, you know, my biggest thing that I say to myself all the time is, imagine if that was true. Imagine if everybody was was expressed at work. You know, imagine if that was the way we lived life. Imagine how extraordinary that would be, right? So this is my bigger vision, my bigger sense of what I can create in the world. So I want you as you're listening to really think about what's your desire? What's the bigger impact that you want to have? Because this is the starting point of challenging the norm, creating the new. And we've had guests on the podcast who have challenged the fact that that families go hungry, for example. We've had people that challenge the whole food surplus situation, you know. And, you know, there's lots of ways that businesses I work with are challenging the norm. So whether that's challenging fast fashion, whether it's, say, challenging food production, whether it's challenging the way businesses are run and operate, you know, there will be a desire in you to create something different. And that comes from something in you, a desire in you. And often that you've looked around the world and gone, I don't understand that. Like, why would we have all this surplus food and have people go hungry? How does that even, like, how can, is that even possible? You know, how can we create situations where people spend all this time at work and yet they're not happy? So, you know, how can we, you know, deliver to people's need for self-expression and love for fashion, but do it in a way that protects the planet? You know, how can we create technology that really works for us, that adds to our lives rather than taking it away or having a negative impact? So, this desire for an impact will be in you. And often it's something that, that drives you crazy, actually, you know, of like, oh my God, I, I don't understand that. I wish that that would change. And, you know, at some point, if you're a visionary and you're creating something like that, then you will make a decision and say, actually, I'm going to change that. I'm the one for this thing you know, or I'm one of the ones anyway. And then you will find other people who are also up to similar things that you can connect with and collaborate with and build bigger things with. So the first thing to do in challenging a norm is to really think about what's the thing I really want to change? What's the desire in me? And, you know, this desire is, it's in you and it's, and it's bigger than you. You know, so this, this desire for me is a very personal desire and it's also bigger than me. It creates something different. So it creates something out there in the world. And so it has both those aspects. It's both uniquely you and there will be universal aspects to it that other people can also connect to and be with you and co-create with you from their own individual unique aspect. So that's the first thing is, you know, it's that desire, that connection. What is that thing for you? What's the thing that you really want to challenge in the world that you feel is one of the pieces that you can personally deliver? And then the second thing I would say is that you then need to start creating around it. So often people have this desire and then they sit on it for ages, you know, well, okay, but I'm not going to take on the fashion industry and oh, I'm not going to take on the food industry or whatever the thing is. And I've certainly felt like that. And I've backed away from my mission a, a lot in the past of like, 
who am I? How am I going to change business? Oh my God, that feels way too big for me. And so I back off and I let it go and I sort of start creating something slightly different and I always get pulled back in. So finding a way to start to create around it, knowing that this desire is given to you for a reason. You know, if you believe in, you know, anything to do with universal energy and universal assignments that we're here to do, which I do, then you are given this thing for a reason. It is yours for a reason. You have a desire for it for a reason. And so you start to create around that in whatever way you can. And the third thing I wanted to say was that, you know, this is very much about being in the flow and allowing it to evolve. So you'll notice if you listen to some of the interviews on this podcast that I think I'm going to say everybody, I think virtually everybody will say, oh, I had this idea for something. I had this thought and I started it. And then actually it ended up being something quite different than I thought it was going to be. So the desire is still the same. The impact is still the same, but the the actual delivery of it, what it looks like can be quite different. So allowing it to evolve, start to create and then allow it to evolve. And, you know, these things get powerful when they have a life of their own, you know? So when a video goes viral or, you know, somebody else jumps on something and says, actually, do you know what? I'd love you to do this for us. And you think, gosh, that's not where I thought I was going, but actually ends up being amazing. So we have to allow these things to evolve. We have to allow them to have a life of their own almost, because that's where you get the big impact from. So if it's only about you doing your little thing, you're never going to have a mass impact. If you're able to co-create both with the universe and with other people, you'll find that you can create that mass impact so much more quickly. So this is about the idea, connecting to it, creating from it, allowing it to evolve, co-creating with the universe and other people around it. The other thing I really wanted to talk about, though, is what it takes individually to be that challenger, to be the creator of the new. Because this is one of the things I've realized as I've gone on my own journey with this over the last few years. And also when I work with people who are you know, challenging something big in the world is that you have to have done your own personal work. You have to have like what I call a kind of strong center of gravity. You have to have that inner confidence in yourself and your ability to deliver on this thing that you want to deliver. Because the just in, by nature of the fact that you are doing something different, that you are challenging norms, that you are saying something different than most people say, you see the world a different way, you are naturally going to get challenges and detractors. You are going to get people who tell you that you're completely bonkers. You're going to get people who tell you that what you want to do isn't possible. And, you know, in this day and age on social media and the way that we have kind of, we're evolving at the moment, you will get some haters. And, you know, this has just started to happen to me as I've raised my profile more over the last year or so, that I've had people quite vehemently disagree with me on certain subjects. I've lost friends along the way. I have had people that I'm doing business with, you know, create some conflict around things I'm doing. And so it's so important to have support on a personal level. And obviously I'm a coach. That's my job. I support and help people. This is not a plug for coaching, although yeah, actually it probably is (laughs) because 
you know, as a visionary, as an entrepreneur, as a change maker, you need somebody who is in your camp, who is not just a friend or a colleague, who is someone that can hold space for you, is someone that can always see your potential and is someone who's kind of like outside of your day-to-day a bit so that, you know, they can support you and challenge you with no agenda, right? And just for the sake of you doing what you can do and claiming your potential. So having, being able to do the personal work, building that strong center, being able to stay true to your vision and your mission, even if people disagree with you, don't like you, you know, take against you, slag you off on social media, whatever the thing is, right? You have to say, no, this is too important to give up. It's too, I'm too passionate about it to give it up. And actually I understand where the challenge is coming from. I understand where the conflict is coming from because when we take a stand that's different from where other people stand, they will feel it sometimes as a judgment. So, you know, if I say, you know, we create everything in our reality, which I absolutely believe we do, I'll get some people violently disagreeing with me saying, well, I didn't create that crap that's in my life, you know, or, you know, that doesn't make any sense because of X, Y, and Z. And so I have to hold my truth. I'm, I'm really willing to debate and to, I don't think I've got all the answers by any stretch, right? That would be very arrogant of me. But I do think there's so much that's gone on in my life that I have a, a philosophy about how I live my life. I have a set of principles around how I live my life and how I live my life powerfully. And some people will not agree with that. And that's okay by me. But for me personally, I've really had to be okay with that. I am a harmonizer by nature. I like to bring people together. I like to get people to express different points of view. I like to you know, to build that sense of community and connection. It's really important to me. And I've had to accept that some people won't like me, people will disagree with me, that there are situations that I can't make okay, you know, because the other person has decided it's not going to be okay. And I have to be okay with that. And so in some ways, as I've gone on this journey and I've built my profile and I've done this podcast and, you know, all of those things, I've had to develop a bit of a thicker skin, actually. And I've had to be okay with people not liking me, not agreeing with me. I've had to drop any sense of having to get my validation from the outside and also any sense of people pleasing. I just, I've realized that if I have any part of me that needs to be validated on the outside, then I limit my power and my potential. And, you know, I'm talking for me, but this is for everybody if you need validation from the outside, if you need people to like you, if you don't like it when people disagree with you, if you avoid conflict, you will never reach the fullest potential that you can get to. And so it's really important here that you really do your own personal work because we will get triggered along this journey. You know, we will reach place of going, God, maybe it's me that's the bonkers one. Maybe it's not possible. Maybe I do need to be more sensible, rational, you know, whatever that word is for you. You know, maybe I am unrealistic. Whatever the the the, the thing that holds you back, right? I get accused of being unrealistic a lot, so that's in my mind. But we need to do our personal work. And 
it's an ongoing journey. So it's not like, oh, I did my work and now I'm strong and I'm fine forever. It doesn't work like that. Because if you're constantly challenging and stretching both yourself and the work you want to do in the world, then you will continually be hitting up against these uncomfortable, unfamiliar places. And so it's crucial that we have someone that can help and support us and hold us in this space of potential and go, don't hold on a minute. Remember where we are. Remember who you are. Remember what you're capable of because we're just in this journey of, right? And, you know, I say to people sometimes that, you know, being an entrepreneur, being somebody who is a creator than you, you are going to spend most of your time not knowing what the next pieces are and not knowing exactly where you're going and how all this thing is going to work out. And if you're not used to that, that can feel very destabilizing. I, a few years ago, kind of accepted that that's the case, that I'm always going to change and evolve things. I'm never going to have this business that's kind of all neatly tied up in a bow because it's not who I am. I am an evolver. I'm a changer. I love to change things. I love to do things differently. That's always going to be true for me. So my business is always going to look probably slightly chaotic to some people, but it's because it's always evolving and growing and changing. So doing your personal work is absolutely crucial if you want to be a change maker, an entrepreneur, a visionary in the world. And if you're in it at the moment and you are challenging something big, I really encourage you to go and get some support and not just for you, but because without that, you'll limit your potential and you will limit the potential of the thing you're changing, the organization you're building, et cetera. So also linked to this people bit, the last thing that I wanted to say on this subject is that the other thing I think is absolutely crucial is to find your tribe and to find your supporters. And for the same reason as doing the personal work, because, you know, again, when you are at the forefront of something and you are conscious and you are, you know, probably more conscious than the average person in the population, and you can feel this sense of where the world's moving to, you know, you live more in the future than you do in the present, then, you know, there will be a big percentage of the world that does not get what you're doing. You know, <laughs> it's like that thing, isn't it? That people often only get visionaries in hindsight, you know, artists that never sell anything. And then after they've died, they everyone realizes how brilliant they are. I think there's an element of that with visionaries and change makers and entrepreneurs. And so finding your tribe finding the other entrepreneurs and visionaries who are like you, you know, having that wonderful feeling of like, oh my God, it's not just me. There are other people, people out in the world like me. I, you know, I can be a visionary in this space. I don't need to dampen myself down in any way. These people get me. And even when things get challenging, and even when I can't see it for myself sometimes, these people, this tribe, this community get me and they can hold me and support me when I need it. And I can do the same to them. So this sense of finding your supporters and, you know, I mean, fellow visionaries, I guess, when I say this, because supporters feels a little bit soft, right? I mean that you are in a tribe of brilliant people who are entrepreneurs and visionaries and change makers, just like you, that can hold the potential with you. So it's not like, there's no hierarchy. There's no sense of like, well, I'm better than this person or worse than this person or anything like that. 
it's a group of people coming together who have commonality, who are about impact, who want to change something in the world. And this is also part of my mission in the world is to bring together visionaries, entrepreneurs, founders, so that there is less of a sense of loneliness and pressure on those people. And so that when we come together, we can create change so much more quickly. So breathe. (laughs) There's a lot in this episode. And I'm going to be inviting on some guests this month that are the change makers, that are challenging norms, are doing things differently. So I, yeah, it's going to be an amazing month. And I love doing that. I love, you know, having these conversations, feeling into where people are changing things, seeing the impact that people are having in the world. And if you're listening to this podcast, that's probably you too. So as a visionary, you will challenge the norm. As a visionary, you are about creating the new. So knowing that that puts you in probably the, you know, the top 5% of the population, you know, the 5% of the population that want things to change and not only want things to change, but are willing to put themselves out there to do that, to take the risks, to move things forward, to, you know, to stand out from the crowd, to be criticized, maybe to feel like you don't belong, you know, that you're different from everybody else. That's, you know, I think virtually every client I've ever coached has said how different they feel from everybody else. Like almost they're like an alien, you know, and I totally get that because I felt that too. And so I want us to be able to come together. I want us to interact together. I want us to support and help each other. I want to build these, well, I am building these tribes and communities. So whether you're, you know, about living an extraordinary life or you are a founder of a business and you think, gosh, I wish I could throw around some ideas with other founders who are at similar stages of building their business. You know, I'd love to have other people that could help challenge my thinking. I'd love to talk to other people who've maybe done the next piece of the thing that I need to do so that it just accelerates everybody. It moves everybody forward. And, you know, you'll know by now, if you listen to this podcast, that I'm a big believer in energy and potential. And so creating these groups, creating these communities, creating these tribes, creating these places where we can co-create together means that we can accelerate and, and maximize what we're doing and, you know, be that, that factor that takes everything forward so much more quickly. And when we do that, we evolve humanity more quickly, which you will have gathered by now. If you listen to this podcast, I am very passionate about. So I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this episode, to challenge the norm. I want you to continue to challenge the norm. I want you to connect to that big piece, that big piece of impact that you really want to do. I want you to start to, to create around it. And I want you to allow it to evolve and become the beautiful, amazing, big vision and mission it's meant to be. And on the personal side, I want you to, you know, have your support to do your personal work so that you are in that very strong, resilient space to take this forward. And I want you to find your tribe. And I think if you do those five things, you have the ability and the support to create something amazing in the world. And imagine if we all do that. Imagine how fast the world changes. So if you're doing something, if you're challenging the norm and you think, gosh, this is really connected with me, I'd love to talk to Lisa about that, then do reach out to me. All the links are in the show notes to this podcast. And I love to hear from people. I love to have conversations with people. I love to listen to 
how people are challenging norms and what they're doing. And, you know, it really motivates and inspires me in my mission too. So do reach out to me. If you're looking for community and connection, then particularly reach out to me because that's more and more part of this mission. The podcast is part of this mission, but also creating communities where we can hang out together as visionaries and you can come to the beach in Bournemouth and hang out with me. That would be awesome. So this is all coming. And I know that this year, as I record this in 2023, I know things are changing massively. And I know that there's this acceleration happening. I feel that very intuitively and energetically. So this is the time to come together. This is the time to claim your big mission because from here, we create enormous change in the world. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.